Hello and welcome everyone to an action-packed Thirsty Thursday Balls episode. No, <clears throat> we're not going to talk about balls. I mean, we could. Uh, Dr. Perry Balls. Falls. Balls. <laughs> but how's everybody doing tonight? Hope you're all doing well. Man, I love that Kurgan track. It always gets me pumped. It's good shit, right? Cheers to all of you out there. If you see me licking my face, I do have a nicotine pouch. Yeah, I think I probably have too many of those, but whatever. I do what I want. I don't care. Uh, how are you all doing? Krista, how are you doing? Today's episode is going to be a little bit of rant and ramble and all over the place kind of thing. Although, you know, starting off, I think, why is this camera... I feel like it's a grainy. Like, I, I feel like there's a, you know, you're supposed to be able to, there's like a, a way, <laughs> I want to do something silly. So you guys may see a, a goofy thing happen. So, you know, you're supposed to be able, maybe it's just because it's zoomed in. Maybe it's just because it's like blown up. I think that might be the key as I think it's because it's blown up and I think what I did last time is I had it blown up this way like that and then what I did is I cropped it just in this way um the only problem when you do that is then you're like off center I have to like sit off to the side see how there's like a difference in that how many copies of my stupid face do you want at a time? We can put them all over the place if you want. <laughs> hey, I could really trip you out. Watch this. Flip those backwards. Could do my own dance moves. All right, enough of that. Let's just go ahead and remove those things. Anyways, <laughs> King Dinosaur, how you doing? <laughs> the cigar averse. I am looking forward to the weekend coming up. I'm just like work exhausted and whatever. And I don't know what's going to fucking happen and it's just... So, I'm looking forward to workout tomorrow, which by the way, look, I, I still, as much as anyone, I'm going to do this once. You're going to do this once. I'm, you're going to get this once, okay? I'm only going to do this once, and just for a moment. I'm going to do this just once. I still get, like, I still think like I got a lot of work to do and whatever. But I would just like to say, for being 43 and never having, like, taken, like, steroids or nothing, not bad, right? I mean, I'm no, like, huge, giant, ripped guy, but I wholeheartedly, and say this all the time, that even if you are, like, you don't have to be, like, crazy bodybuilder nuts none of that shit but like getting the physical when i don't work out now and like there's such a loaded phrase because if you know people oh i don't work out man it could just be as simple as take 20 30 minutes during your day and just stretch your muscles and your joints out when i don't do that the days i'm really tired god i just feel so fucking hack like I have like no energy. I feel like I'm just like fucking sleepy. I'm just and um, there was somebody talking today about like you, know, you take this for granted, but like with all the supplements and crazy shit and whatever we have now, it's amazing to think that Jack Lalane was as old as he was, and that dude was still active and looked like a million bucks. Fucking until what he was like in his 80s. 
Like, hey man, it's like a lot of stuff. Like machines. You gotta give them a little bit of attention and care. And, and trust me. I love video games. I love just sitting and watching movies and reading books. There are often times where I'm like, I wish my physical meat suit body wasn't holding me back. And I could just be like a brain and like a robot thing. But unfortunately, we don't have the technology yet. As much as Mark Zuckerberg would like to have us believe otherwise. Because you're still wearing the fucking hat. Like, you're going to figure even the people in the Matrix, right? And like, even that, I'm like, okay, if you're the Matrix and you're those robots, you think a return is, like, the, like, they would have had, here, here's where I don't buy that, okay? Here's where I don't buy the whole Matrix thing in a sense, because you wouldn't, you'd be monitoring and tracking, like, the energy output per whatever you're feeding back into the, the people, and I have to imagine that, like, once your metabolism starts to slow down, like, if they're just making them with eggs, they would never let people get as old as a lot of, like, you're not going to have, like, these old, like, I mean, it's like any batteries. Like, hey, man, this battery doesn't really hold a charge anymore. I feel like you never would have gotten people to, like, Neo and whatever Morpheus's age. You'd probably get clipped at, like, 16. <laughs> they, you'd be disposing the bowl. Like, you'd be liquefying those people and intravenously feeding them back. Whatever the fuck he says. God, that's kind of a brutal thought. So I never thought about that. Until right now. Pineapple pizza, yum. I love pineapple pizza. And that was just Jack Battelaire today that was saying most of the calories in pizza are from the crust. Which, I don't necessarily know if I believe that 100%, but I will say, I've never been like a big eating the crust on a pizza fan. Most of the time, I really like to get thin crust. We've talked, we've talked about pizza. Thin crust, light cheese. Because they over-cheese. Like, they way over-cheese. And, like, if you want to just, just eat cheese, just go eat cheese. Thanks for making you buy a pineapple pizza. It's what's for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Mmm. I didn't make you do shit. <laughs> but I am occasionally a bad influence. I don't know why I'm, like, all animated and pumped up right now. I... <laughs> What's the matter with me? Yesterday I felt like I was like Sleepy Dean. I'm not like sleepy today after work too. It's like, ugh. It's gray and shitty and cloudy and rainy. Like, I have my fucking motorcycle. And, and look, even if it wasn't for the temperature, like, yeah, it's like 50, so it's kind of on the colder side. But I still would have went and rode. But it's, it's wet. And it's doing that, like cloud piss mist like okay if you're gonna thunderstorm can we get like a good thunderstorm with like the dark doom 2 sky clouds you know like horror movie shit instead this is just like hibernate on your couch and take a bunch of vitamin i and go to sleep you guys know what i mean when i say taking vitamin i <laughs> good old ibuprofen <laughs> instead i'm gonna take some vitamin scotch Mm. Move this a little closer, I think. Uh, and so, uh, talking about that, talking about the weather and everything else, uh, a fellow that I've talked to uh, online several times, <laughs> um, Eric Kane, who writes for Forbes, um, you know, he was having some uh, relationship kind of issues, whatever. He's talking about Arizona with him, and and he took some really nice pictures of the scenery and stuff out there. And we were comparing notes on weather. And he was like, yeah, like, it's like sunshiny, like 300 days out of the year or something like that. And I took a picture out my front door, and I said, it's been like this largely since, like, November. You, know, you talk about, like, cold, snowy weather. I'm like, okay, if you're, like, in Montana or Wyoming or something, I always, like, 
think of like, okay, you're like Bear Grylls and this pine forest, but like, it's a blue sky with pretty snow. Here, it's just gray and just dirty brown for like five months. And he goes, dude, how do you guys even stand it out over there? I'm like, well, I used to think it was a bullshit joke about the whole seasonal disaffective disorder. Whatever. I'm like, dude, it's not. I'm like, the older I get, the worse that is. And you want to know what one of the worst, to me, aspects of that is? Let's see if anybody else has the same thought or phenomenon. It's the, I wasted a nice day phenomenon. Do you know what I mean by that? Krista says, I honestly don't remember when we had a really good thunderstorm or lightning. I feel like the last couple of years, they just, we got like, it just like dumps buckets and then it's over. Not like a nice classic horror movie rolling thunderstorm for several hours. Like we just like never get that. We like, we haven't had that in so long. And I'm like, that's the best part of spring and fall. Where is that? I want snow. I want, it's just, it's just gray and dumpy looking. <laughs> yeah, it's real. Chris, I agree. It's fucking real. All right. Oh boy. Yes, it is. But yeah, dude, it's lame. It's lame, King Dinosaur. Make it stop. You can fix it, right? You're like rock star power guy. Yeah, it's not uh, not my favorite. It doesn't make me happy. But the the wasting the nice day thing. Like, okay, so it do, the weather does start to turn and get a little more sunshiny or bright in the summer or whatever. And there's days where you're like, man, I'm just either exhausted or I'm tired or there's a show I want to watch or whatever. And then I feel like when you sit and watch it and you're like, oh, I just kind of wanted to spend my Saturday playing some games or watching a horror movie or whatever. You feel guilty because you're wasting a nice day. And that's one of the other reasons why I'm like, I kind of want to get out of here. Because, like, you shouldn't have to do... <laughs> you shouldn't have to do that. <laughs> oh, I could have been outside taking a walk. What the wait? What the fuck is this? And he's like, yeah. It's, you know, the three months during the summer are hot. Yeah, but I, like, I, I'm trying to convince myself that it'll be fine. That, like, yeah, you have three months out of the, because this, he was, like, kind of agreeing. He's like, yeah, like, the, you know, the three months in the summer when it's really hot, like, okay, 120 degrees or whatever. Like, yeah, it's really hot. But, like, once those three months of like that during the summer, like if you're going to get that weather and that's when you're going to get it, the rest of the year is like perfect. The rest of the year is just perfect. So I'm excited. I'm just still trying to wrangle all that and, and, and do it and get out of here. Krista says, I give up. I can't ever win. You win. You, you want to know how I know you win? Because I wrote you a letter. And gave you stickers and drew you a picture because you won a cigar goil top of the line giveaway. <laughs> Same thing with King, Di King Dinosaur has never won anything in his life except for on my show. Black Cat's Poppy stopping with a hello. I have a <laughs> I have a black cat story where I felt like a complete idiot. This is the madness that this show has imparted upon me. I went out to dinner, had a nice dinner of these delicious tacos, and sat at a booth because the bar was kind of full, and there was like two girls in the booth behind me. And so I finished my dinner, and uh, <laughs> the way I was like, which is like, honey, you want any dessert? And I didn't have a beer or anything with, with dinner. So I was like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to get a dessert. She's like, oh, we have this banana pie. I was like, oh, I love a piece of banana pie. She was like, okay, I'll be right back with that. So she leaves, and she's going to get the banana pie. And as I'm sitting there thinking about delicious banana pie, I went 
And I did it kind of out loud. And I was like, <laughs> I had a feeling the girls in the booth behind me were like, uh, is that guy making like, <laughs> is that big weirdo dude in the <laughs> other booth making some? <laughs> and then they ended up not having the pie, which is even worse. Because then they didn't have it. I was like, uh. it's like, oh, well, we have like a coconut cream pie. I'm like, no, nah, I don't want that. It's like, oh, well, we have this like Japanese fondue thing where it's like a egg roll <coughs> with banana sauce and it's full of Nutella. And I'm like, yeah, no, I'll, I'll pass on that. Thanks. I'll just go. So, no dessert for me. Chris was talking weather later. If it wasn't for baby girl, you'd be in the house all day. It's pretty crappy outside. Like I say, it's not even like... I feel like the Midwest, this whole East Coast, Midwest area. It's like... January through sometimes April is like the worst. Because you have like this three month period of time where like you're over the winter. So the bright, big, fluffy, wow, it's so pretty snow shit has lost its luster. And it's brighter out now and usually it's warm enough so that you really don't get snow like that. It's the dirty, yucky shit. You're like, alright, will you just come on? Like, I'm tired of this. Can't like... Can't even go fucking sit outside. Even if you could bundle up, you'd be wet. You'd be wet. You just can't, you'd be getting soaked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't believe I did it out loud. <clears throat> oh boy. <laughs> hey, that guy in that booth is kind of weird. Is he making like mewling sounds? I think he is. Mm. I should have turned around and just done it right to him. Mm. Maybe they liked it. <laughs> she was like, oh, did you hear that sound that man made? Uh. And then they're both, uh. and then everyone's going, mm. Uh. Mm. and then the whole play starts doing it. The boyfriend brought home some flan that a work buddy made a couple weeks ago because he had to have it. Each had a small piece and the rest went to waste. Mmm, <laughs> flan. And then I like had a craving for like desserts and sweets. And I was like, I almost stopped and just got like a fucking candy bar or something at the store. I'm like, no, I'm not going to go do that. Like, I'm not going to go just buy candy and just eat candy. You know what touched what touched that off was I went to my sister's house to check on their fish, and I saw that there was a container of Saunders salted chocolate caramels, and I made the mistake of eating one. And I was like, "Oh my god, that is so good!" Maybe they had snakes. You never know. <laughs> You're like, mm. and then she turns around. And she's like. I got a snake. <laughs> I'm like, I got a snake too. Mm. And suddenly everyone's pulling their snakes out. Disaster. <laughs> Never eat one? A snake? Wait, didn't you eat a snake? Why can I never eat a snake? I'm curious to know. Is there like a thing that like happens? Or is this because of like parasites? Like that's the thing. Like you know like cooking food. It's like dude. The one biggest thing about cooking food is not getting parasites. Oh never eat a caramel. I know I made a mistake. Look it was an honest mistake. I saw him sitting there and I hadn't eaten yet and I was hungry. And I was like, what's one? I'm just going to eat one caramel. 
And then all I could think about was eating desserts. I still can't. I still can't stop thinking about it. I, like I'm, I'm hungry. And then I started eating stale crackers. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? I did eat a snack. <laughs> I know. Well, that's my problem with candy and snacks like that. We talked about the whole snack frenzy serving thing. Like I, that's why I can't keep that shit in my house. In Huckleberry Finn, they cook and eat a piece of rattlesnake to ward off the poison after being bitten. I thought, uh, if you watch the porn version, which is Suckleberry Finn, he sucks off a piece of his snake to prevent the poison. And then he's like, well, let me do it to you to make sure. And then that turns into a whole thing. I don't know what I'm talking about. I should probably just end the stream. (laughs) Somebody told me once, with your bizarre, they're like, you totally should have been some sort of, like, porn writer, director. (laughs) You ate some rattlesnake, you didn't like the fibery texture. I feel like so often, foods that are distasteful, it's less often the taste and it's more the texture of something that just feels off wonder if that's like a evolutionary thing hmm so as I'm satisfying my sweet tooth by eating nicotine pouches is probably bad because I think at this point I'm fucking horribly addicted to them but whatever it's keeping me going (laughs) I'm good more for y'all Krista says so like let's delve into a little bit of a topic topic so I had another conversation today with a friend not giving any names but this friend is struggling a lot with trying to get their life in a better place. The area where they live is sort of abusive and toxic. They're having trouble finding employment and some of the employment that they are finding, um, they've been getting kind of taken advantage of. Um, Some of it involved uh, some commission work where the person didn't pay and that further demoralized them. And they're trying to figure out how to move and this and that and the other and in the course of the conversation uh you know i was just talking about like well okay you know like i I, look i'm our situations aren't the same but i'm about to make a big move and there's a lot of stuff where like much like doing work you have this aversion to loss of like well that's a that's a thing and, and, and I paid for it and I got it and whatever. So as to not be wasteful, you should bring it with me. Or you should sell it. And like, well, okay, and if you can't sell it, then what do you do with it? And what this sort of got down to was, well, I don't have a lot. <clears throat> and then some items got listed. And one of them was a piece of furniture that they've had for a long time. Um, Actually, I think a couple of them were some small pieces of furniture. And they were like, all I have to do, like, I'm trying to figure out how to just get that stuff and maybe, like, I could get a truck and I could have somebody... Because my initial thing was like, look, get a backpack of, like, your Supreme Essentials and go to a bus station, and, like, if I have to, I'll buy you a bus ticket. Like, and it's like, well, I have these things, and, like, I was thinking I could get a U-Haul truck, but, like, I need somebody to probably drive it. I'm like, you know, you're saying that, on one hand, you're trying to find any way. You're, you're, you're trying to think of anything to move past a blockage. But in the same breath and in the same small paragraph, you've put governors 
on your forward movement at the outset. I'm like, in, in a, obviously you got to live your own life. You got to have to do whatever you have to do. But like, I've had to make some very emotional choices in my life. We talked about them on the, the one stream, those things with my aunt. Like, I'm, I'm not heartless. But on the same token, those things, <clears throat> if you're going to say, well, they mean something to me, so I, I would be broken or lost without them. Like, But you're broken and lost with them because you're in a situation that's not tenable. The, the situation that you're in isn't working. If you die or you completely collapse or whatever, well, then effectively those things have killed you. And I understand that's tough. But, like, at some point, you, you have to try, like, you know, think about your own words. Read the thing you just wrote. I'm trying to find any way. But I have these things that, I'm like, but, but that's just stuff. I mean, I'm not saying it's easy. And I'm not saying it, it's not going to hurt. But you've already put obstacles in your way. You already have an extremely difficult path to walk. And you've already put things in front of yourself that are way complicating your logistics. A truck isn't cheap. Running a truck is expensive. The gas for that truck is fucking expensive. Now you also have to find somebody to try and drive it. And then you're going to have to load it. And then maybe you hurt yourself. I'm like, you, you've just stacked a whole stack of things that will keep you stuck and like that friction point of moving you have to find a way to get there and just start moving you think of macro happiness macro sadness at some point once you start moving and you go and you get to that better place you know what like in this case let's just say i'm just going to use some examples <clears throat> uh let, let me go to chat really quick um, King Dinosaur says I'm guilty of that, and Krista says this person kind of sounds like me in decision-making. I've been saying I'm moving to Florida for years, but something keeps you there. <clears throat> uh, and then Black Cat says, possessions can possess you. I agree. You, you become a steward for things. And... Well, we'll 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 get to that more in a second. Um, I tell you what, podcast folks, let's uh, let's take a break. We'll be right back. But I often get I often get accused of repeating myself, and I repeat myself because every now and then. I don't want to say like, I feel conversational drift or I feel like I'll say things and without yelling or screaming or grabbing someone and shaking them, I feel like it's hard for me to put indelible stakes in the ground about me and the way I discuss things. So I'm going to reiterate this once again, unless I say something is easy. Don't ever imply that anything I say is meant to implied to be easy. I'm not saying any of this stuff is easy. I'm not saying letting go to sentimental things is easy. I'm not saying making any of these moves is easy. No, at no point in any of the conversation do I want any implication that there's easy to this. Clear? Because I think that they occasionally like people get rubbed wrong the wrong way because they think that because you're talking through a thing that it's oh well then that's so easy for you to say like well the the words may be easy to say but I I may have walked that path before and I'm not saying it's easy I'm just saying in my advice and my experience that's that's what you're gonna run up against. And, and so my, my point, let's just say like, it's a, it's a, it's a cabinet. And then like, well, this cabinet was made by a family member 
and I've always had it. And if I lose that, I lose a connection to my family and that'll break me and this and that and the other. I'm like, but like the person that made that for you, I think would want that object to be a remembrance of happiness. If that's keeping you stuck there in a place where you're losing your mind and you can barely stand to live day to day, how is that a good thing? You know what? Take a picture of it. Leave, move, get your life in order, get resettled, refresh your spirit. And then I tell you what, learn woodworking and build a cabinet and build that cabinet and have the cabinet you built be in honor of the other person and then give that to somebody else down the line. I'm a big fan of like totemic transference. That if you have a thing that you remembered, like if you have to move... And you, and by move, I mean any sort of movement, relationship, a work, geographic, whatever it is, right? Try to keep a symbol of something of that or keep the spirit or memory alive by doing something else. But like, you can't let those things keep you in the mud because they will. The cabinet isn't going to give you advice and say, you should really let me go. Because it's a cabinet, right? And and I also understand the fear and confusion and anxiety of having to make big life moves and big life decisions. I'm in the middle of it right now. I'm in the middle of it right now. I, I still don't know if this is going to be the right thing to do. I may end up jobless and fucked and totally broke. I, I don't know. But like, on the same token, you have to start moving it's just like earlier talking about the exercise and talking about the movement. At some point, if you don't start stretching your muscles and moving a little bit, you will find that the hours, days, months, years, and a life just passes by and you'll be stuck in the same spot. Just because something seems easy to someone doesn't mean it will be easy for you. Well, and if you ever think that's implied, then you can like, hey, the other part is say, well, you're saying this and that sounds like that was easy for you. Was that easy for you? And the person may say, no, it was extremely difficult. And I struggled and struggled and struggled with it. Um, I mean, explaining a thing, it's like, hey, Let's say I have an hour to talk to somebody like, and you're trying to you're saying, Hey, like I need help because I, whatever. Well, again, you got limited bandwidth. You have only so many words you can say like I <clears throat> black cat says, I just think of my grandmother coming to the U S on a boat with nothing. I feel like for me, the things that I cherish the most in this life are my friends and family and memory and sense of humor And yeah, I have a lot of memories of a lot of great people. I have some things my dad has given to me that I'm going to feel bad about potentially letting go. But the spirit of my father and the goodwill and the memories, like that stays in your heart. So the object itself, if that's a memory or reminds you of them, well, again, find another token or totem or something that reminds you of them and have that be the thing. Yeah, I don't know, like, again, I'm not saying that it's easy, but like, if you have to make moves, you have to make moves. And I think, I think my only, the only thing that I want to circle back to and, and just focus on is the idea that when you're trying to make a very difficult decision in your life and you're trying to solve a problem and move forward, Yeah, you have things that are like emotional needs and goals and then logistical needs and goals. They're both important, but you don't want to let both of those goals conflict with each other enough to the point where that, 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 that friction is so great that you're stuck. And again, that's not easy. And you have to be realistic about that and say, well, it's like, you know, future happiness versus present misery. 
If you move, you're taking yourself and whatever fits on the plane. Taking whatever fits in my pickup truck. That's not a whole lot of stuff. And I had friends go around my house with me this weekend. And we walked around the house. And I talked about the stuff I was going to take. And had them ask me about things I wasn't going to take. Some of the things I realized I really don't need to take that. And I was like, do you want this? Well, one of them was these two, there were these vintage, like, bar beer signs, lighted beer signs. And my dad gave me those. I have one that's lighted that's in my kitchen, and I had the other two in a back room. The one that's in the kitchen was the first one that he gave me, I think is a birthday present. I'm taking that one. But the other two, yeah, they were gifts from my dad, but you know what? I will still remember my dad by the first one that he gave me. And you know what? Now those two signs that I gave to my friend, that will hopefully help remind him of me. So, you know, I don't know if it's a but like the 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 totemic transference, the passing that thing on. And and now when I look at that sign in my kitchen, I'll think of the other signs, and now not only do I have a memory of my father, but I also have a memory of my friend. I've actually, in a sense, multiplied the happy memories. So, like, thinking about yourself and thinking about that stuff. Again, I know that's hard. I'm not saying it's easy. But it was just a very... uh, pieces of life and that's often what makes this show um but i thought that that was one case where having a textual conversation was fascinating because you could see it in the same body of text it's like in the same little body of text you said that both you will do anything to do it but also i can't do it because i have these things and you're like You've got a roadblock. You've made a roadblock. You have to find a way to get past that roadblock. And if you don't have the resources to satisfy the one, then you go with the other choice. So, I don't know. Any more thoughts, techniques, ideas, stories that anyone else has in chat regarding this sort of thing? I mean, Black Hat, I know you've moved a long distance. Uh, Krista, I think you have, too, as well, haven't you? Um, I'm about to. It's going to be a grand, scary adventure. And that's part of the reason why I'm looking forward to it. New Horizons and all that. King Dinosaur comments, One time when I moved... I wanted to completely downsize and start over. Piled a bunch of stuff in the living room, and I put an ad on Craigslist saying, Free stuff, Saturday, and the address. Saturday morning, I opened up the house and stood back, and the vultures descended and picked me clean, including one of those big living room organs, the old-fashioned kind. I I mean, and that was the other part. They're like, oh... Well, I have the, like, I have this, uh, they had some stuff that they listed for sale. And it was fairly new. And they're like, oh, I'm listing it, and it's even, like, half price. I'm like, well, but, like, people right now, there's a lot of people who don't have a lot of money. I said, I, I have those boots that I bought that that don't fit me, and they're basically brand new boots. And those are, like, $230 boots or something. And I, and I list, I did list them down to like $70 and I still wasn't getting like, I just don't think like, and it's different if you say free or free to a good home. And you know what? Maybe when you do that, you, I don't know, share a story or have a conversation with the person. Um, you know, King Dinosaur says it was worth me, worth to me to just give that all away. That's more, I feel like that's healthier in a lot of ways than just either throwing it in the dump or throwing it in the trash 
or just leaving it behind and going, I wonder whatever happened to that. At least you know somebody else took it and valued it somehow. And that can be your remaining memory. Hey, somebody else smiling took that and took that away. I didn't abandon it. It was gifted to somebody else. Dash V stops by with the cheers. Dash V, how you doing? Yeah, and, uh, and in that regard, I think it can be a relief. Like I say, you get st getting stuck, that friction where like your gears are grinding together, that makes an uncomfortable situation worse. And sometimes it can be liberating to just let go. Just let it go. You, you want any more, uh, in, um, I don't know, insight into how difficult that can be. Watch some of those hoarding shows where people will get so somehow attached to a, a dirty coloring book that they picked out of a garbage can or something. So like you also can get like, it, as people, I think we often feel that like, well, if, if we don't have these things, then we've lost everything. I'm like, but you, but you haven't lost your heart. You haven't lost love. You haven't lost your friends. You haven't lost your ability to laugh or dream or make art or music or the stories you hold or the stories you will tell or your smile or any, you haven't lost everything. The stuff is just stuff. Again, I understand that that sounds easy, but like, I don't mean it to be easy. It's just a matter of if, if you're struggling in that place of negativity, you have to as much as you can. Try to focus on some of the positive aspects of you yourself that you have. Because you, you are the most important part of that equation. <clears throat> you did that a bunch of years ago. It was like you gave it up for adoption. Yeah, like, and you're still, still alive. King Dinosaur says, that's true. Dash V, thank you. Dash V says, dude, that's beautiful. But like, you have to... I mean, the, in, hey, I've had my times of darkness. And and, and that's what you have to, like, uh, what is it? The, um, I'm going to see if I can play one of my favorite scenes. I'm going to find one of my favorite scenes. Because uh, when I saw this, it really resonated with me. Um... Let me see if I can call this up. Here we go. I found it. Mm, let me get this set up a moment. Wait. I gotta pull this up here and do that. Here is one of my favorite scenes and sequences from a show. And so I'm going to share this with you because I think the message is poignant if delivered with a little bit of a heavy hand. But given the character involved, the heavy hand is par for the course. Let me resize this a little bit. All right, here we go. I'm going to shut up for a minute. You up and running again. I'm in despair. The physical damage is repairable, but the psychic wound may be permanent. You ever been beaten, Merrick? Once, when I thought I had the smallpox, Doc Cochran slapped me in the face. Stop it, Al. Are you dead? Well, I'm in pain, but no, I'm obviously not dead. But obviously you didn't fucking die when the doc slapped you. No. So including last night, that's three fucking damage incidents that didn't kill you. Pain or damage don't end the world. Or despair or fucking beatings. The world ends when you're dead. Until then. You got more punishment in store. 
Stand it like a man. And give some back. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, I, uh, I think that sometimes, and why that really resonated with me is because I too get stuck in my own head and I think about, well, this is going to be so terrible and what will people think and what are they going to say and what am I going to do and so on and so on and so on. But you know, you think back to that and you go, look, you're going to, there's going to be more punishment in store. That's just life. And like you've suffered through bullshit before that didn't kill you so like this isn't gonna kill you to use one of my favorite phrases from my father there was a, a time when i talked to him about how nervous and anxious and scared and whatever i afraid i was <clears throat> and he said to me okay so you're afraid you're human ain't you and I said, yeah. He said, is it going to kill you? And I was like, well, what? I said, no, I mean, it, if it ain't going to kill you, then you'll still be alive tomorrow. You'll still be alive tomorrow. King Dinosaur, uh, I think, likes that clip. I don't think I copied it to my clipboard. I'll I'll paste that here in the chat. Hold on. That way, then, if you <laughs> if you want to play it on a loop, you can. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Here you go, King Dinosaur. I'll, uh... So include... Oh, this is a, uh, that's not the good one. Uh... Here you go. This is the one you want. There you go. But yes, uh, Black Cat, it was a damn good show. It ended, uh, way before... Uh, I think it should have, but that was when HBO was kind of fucking it up a little bit. But, um, you know, I, I, I mean what I said earlier, uh, to your point, Dash, about the dude that's beautiful. And, and that's the sort of stuff that you have to keep in mind. Um, it may be a struggle. You may be in pain. You may be sad. <clears throat> All of this stuff and whatever. Maybe you lose all of it, but don't, don't lose your laugh. Don't lose your, don't lose your heart. Uh, that's really of the things that you have that are most important outside of say your children or possibly your spouse. But like those things are the things that are most important. And the love and care that your friends have for you because they don't want to see you in, in, in pain or suffering. There's, 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 there's no shame in giving up this stuff. I mean, shit. Here, here's $10. Walk away from all of it and go buy a pair of sweatpants and a t-shirt at the dollar store. And go to somewhere where you can rebuild and get your get your laughter and get sunshine smiles on your face uh, fucking like i say i'm not i'm not saying that any of this is supposed to be easy but truly in my heart just know that um black cat says you're still alive you can watch other people worried about their things stay alive and don't let it make you bitter uh you know I had a friend of mine who was very clumsy and used to trip all the time and trip a lot. And uh, we were hiking 
on a trail. They have sweatpants and t-shirts at the dollar store? Yeah, absolutely. They absolutely do. And even at a lot of gas stations. There's a gas station by my house that's right near one of the freeways. And you go in there and they basically have a section near the door that's all dollar store type, type clothing like that. Thermal shirts, t-shirts, underwear, sweatpants. I mean, it's enough so that if you have to get a change of clothes, it's a clean change of clothes. Maybe you shit your pants in the car. Maybe you work construction and you rip something or whatever, right? Like, it's right there. They're there. You can just get that stuff. It'll do in a pinch. <clears throat> Shit, I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> That's amazing, Dash says. Yeah, I mean, one of the things that fascinated me a little bit about the Jack Reacher character, uh, so the character Jack Reacher, he carries a little toothbrush, a little folding clip toothbrush, and some cash and ID, and that's pretty much it. And he has a pair of shoes that he's had forever. Everything else that he has as he wanders around, he doesn't wash his clothes or anything. He just throws them in a donation bin or throws them in the garbage and just buys new ones. And he just buys them at a gas station or dollar store or whatever um, because he's basically a nomad. And uh, just wears them for a couple of days and buys another one for a dollar. I mean, in that regard, think about that. You buy a $10, $15 t-shirt. You go, all right, if it was a dollar t-shirt, maybe you wear it for two to three days before it really starts to get ripe. That's, shit, a couple of weeks worth of a shirt for the same amount. Yeah, I mean, I, you know. Um, but, um... I mean, I honestly, when I'm traveling and I'm going out to Arizona, there's a part of me that's going to pack up all my stuff. And what I'll probably do is wear a cheap swear, a cheap pair of sweatpants and a t-shirt. And when I stop to take a break, so if I drive 16 hours, if I stop and take a break, I probably will just throw those away and just buy ones at whatever rest stop or gas station or whatever I'm at. And that way then... I don't have to worry about stopping and getting clean clothes and having a dirty clothes bag. And then I'm digging around in my luggage to get my other clothes and whatever. You just pull a Jack Reacher. That's what I want to do. Because who fucking cares? I'm not going there being a fashion show. I'm fucking driving. Fucking whatever. Um. Oh, um. <clears throat> here was a here was another here was another thing I was talking about. I was like, okay, well, your relationship with other people. So all of the rest of you that are listening or watching this show, I'm going to talk selfish for a moment. None of the things you have are of any worth or mean anything to me. You are what means the world to me all those things that i talked about before your jokes your laughter your stories your heart your compassion your friendship those are the things that i value this isn't a material swap meet so when you think about again the idea that i have lost everything well Again, I'm not saying that that's an easy pill to swallow, but you haven't lost everything. And you certainly haven't lost the things that are the most valuable that you have in terms of your relationships, friendships, and love to all of the rest of the people that are out there. It's easy to lose sight of that. It's easy to lose focus on that. Cheers. So, I think y'all get the point. 
if um, anyone else has anything else they want to chime in on that, I don't want to like beat a dead horse and keep repeating myself. I think um, you all get what I'm saying. It's, uh... oh, no, I know what I was saying. I, I got to get back to this. So hiking with this friend who's sort of clumsy. And the same trail that we've walked or that she's walked before numerous times, she still tripped and stumbled and sort of swore a little bit and whatever. And, you know, I thought about that and I thought about, well, Some people can walk a trail blind for the first time and not trip. Some people can walk the same trail and trip several times. Doesn't make me better or them worse. That's just balance in the way we're made. Sometimes some people walk a path and stumble and struggle a little bit and have a hard time. And some people don't. On the same token, that person is very artistic. I'm sure they can draw pictures and do all the rest of that stuff and make almost no mistakes. I have to crumple up the paper and throw it away and do whatever. So every now and then, the I keep doing the same thing and it keeps... Look, that's just a hard path for you. It isn't a thing to be ashamed about. It doesn't mean you're stupid. I hate the amount of times people either call themselves or call people stupid. Look, some people just have struggle with certain aspects of this whole fucking forward energy path through life. Some people struggle and stumble over certain paths than others. Maybe some people just have a better sense of balance. Whatever the case may be, don't beat yourself up over it. No, they weren't wearing clod. You're the only one who wears fucking clod hoppers. By man, these same shoes. They're the same ones I bought last time that didn't fit, and they still don't fit. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> clod hoppers. And then sometimes I do. It's I find a dead bird, and I put the dead bird in the shoe because they're too big, and then. I have a free bird. <laughs> I I don't know. I miss a lot of things in life, sure. But there are other times where uh, when I observe, uh, observe stuff like that, it strikes me. And um, like I say, it was it was a thing to watch this person trip on the same trail. I'm like, have you walked this trail a hundred times? You know, trip. it's like, well, you know, I'm just clumsy. You know, and then I was like. Hmm. And I was like, you're an accomplished motorcycle rider. You don't fall and crash or whatever in the motorcycle. I'm like, I, that's just different. And that's when I was like, huh. Hmm. I feel like there is a grand metaphor for things here. Let's finish our drinks and say goodnight, okay? That bird you cannot change. Um, I mean, you can. You can take it out of your shoe and change it for another dead bird. Um, But in terms of, like, transmogrification, probably not. Unless you're a wizard, like the drawing that we did for King Dinosaur. Um, But the drinks are gone, as we say at the end of all these episodes. You little pumpkin. You little pumpkin. That's what King Dinosaur says.
Uh, stay safe, keep the faith in all of that good shit. Pain or sufferings don't end the world or fucking damages or beatings. The world ends when you're dead. And so until then, you get more punishment in store. Stand like a man and give some back. Make sure you all get yourself some rest this weekend. And uh, we will see you again next time. It's going to do it. See you again Sunday.